Hey kids, welcome to Papa's Bible Stories. Every week or two, I pick a Bible story to talk to my kids about. I have a beautiful son, Jacob, who is seven, and a beautiful daughter, Leah, who is four. And these stories are for them. But even though these stories are for my kids, Jacob, Leah, and I would love it very much if you decided to join us. What do you say? Let's get started. Okay, so Papa's going to test your memory a little bit. And I need you kidzos to think back a few episodes to when Abraham left his home in Ur. Now, when Abraham left his home in Ur to go to Canaan, he brought his wife, Sarah, but he also brought one other important person. Do you kidzos remember who that person was? That's right. Abraham brought his nephew, Lot. Lot and Abraham had traveled together to Canaan. But not too long after they all arrived in Canaan, Abraham and Lot realized that they couldn't live together anymore. They both had tons of flocks and herds and all kinds of animals, along with all the shepherds to take care of them, and there just wasn't enough food and water and space to support them all. So, one day Abraham gave Lot a choice. He told Lot to look over all the land and decide where he wanted to live. And wherever Lot decided to live, Abraham would go live somewhere else. And so, Lot looked over the land, and that's when he saw the plain of Jordan. And the Bible says that the plain of Jordan was well-watered everywhere like the garden of the Lord. The plain would have been absolutely beautiful. A nice flat area full of green with the Jordan River running through it. And there were even some nice comfortable cities to live in. And so Lot decided to live in the plain of Jordan. The Bible says that Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. And that's how Lot ended up in the fateful city of Sodom. Now, when Lot first arrived in Sodom, the Bible says that the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. So things were already pretty bad when Lot arrived. And we're not sure exactly why Lot decided to stay in the city, but he did. And as time went by, Lot got married, he had at least two daughters, and he had settled nicely in the city. But during this same time, things went from bad to worse. And eventually, things got so bad, the people of the city had gotten so violent and so corrupt and so evil and so many horrible things were happening in the city that God couldn't just stand by anymore. God had to do something. So what was God going to do? Well, God decided to send two angels to Sodom. 
to see for themselves how bad things had gotten in Sodom. And if things were really that bad, well, the angels were going to destroy the city. Yeesh. And one evening, the two angels strolled into Sodom. Now, you kids always know that a lot of times when the angels appear in the Bible, they are amazing beings of brilliant, blinding light and wings and beautiful voices. Half the time when people see angels in the Bible, they start to worship them because they mistake them for God. But angels are also able to look like regular people when they want to. And that's what these angels looked like when they strolled into Sodom. They just looked like regular people. The angels wanted to see how the people of Sodom would treat two regular-looking strangers when they came to visit. But wouldn't you know it, just as they're entering the city, Lot was sitting at the gate. Now, Lot had no idea who these two people were. Just like everyone else, all Lot saw was two regular strangers coming into the city in the evening just before dark. He didn't know who they were. He'd never seen them before. But the Bible says that Lot rushed to meet them, bowed, and said, Here now, my lords, please turn in to your servant's house. That means Lot wanted them to come to his house and spend the night. Well, that was pretty nice. Lot definitely gets brownie points for being hospitable. But the angels were visiting the city to, you know, get an idea of what the people were like. Not necessarily to spend all their time with one particular person. So they told him, no, but we will spend the night in the open square. Back in ancient times, a lot of cities had a town square. It was usually an open space in the center of the city. And that's where most of the buying and selling happened, where people did a lot of talking. It was also a place where, if you didn't have anywhere else to go, that you could go and sleep. But Lot was having none of it. The Bible says that Lot insisted strongly that they spend the night at his house. So maybe Lot told the strangers that he had extra soft beds just waiting to be slept in that night. Or maybe he told them that his wife made the best smoothies. Or maybe he told them that they were planning on playing a game of Yahtzee that night. Whatever he told them, he must have been convincing because they eventually agreed and they went to his house. Lot lived with his wife and his two youngest daughters, who were at least teenagers or a little older. They all sat down and they had a nice supper together. And the evening was starting to wind down. And you know, I wonder if at this point the angels were starting to think to themselves, you know, this is going much differently than we had expected. This Lot guy is super nice. Maybe things aren't as bad here in Sodom as we thought. 
But that's when they started to hear a noise outside. What was that? Some kind of big commotion was coming down Lot Street. As it got closer, they looked out the window and saw that it was a crowd of people. What were they doing? What was going on? And the Bible says that the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. So the people had come to find Lot's house, and now they had completely surrounded it so that no one could escape. Now I'm sure that Lot and his family at this point were afraid. And no doubt they were wondering what it was that these people wanted. Then they heard people start to shout out to Lot. And that's when they found out what the crowd wanted. The people said, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. Carnally. So, I'm sure that you kidzos are wondering what that means. Well, kidzos, you are much too young to know what that means. But suffice it to say that the men in the crowd who came from all parts of the city wanted to do absolutely terrible things to the two strangers. Things so bad that I can't even explain them to you. Lot was beside himself. This or something like this is what Lot had been trying to avoid. This is the real reason that he had been waiting at the gate, and it's why he invited the strangers into his home. He knew how the people in Sodom treated strangers, and he had been trying to prevent it from happening that night. He had thought by bringing the strangers into his home that he would be protecting them. But the people of Sodom didn't care where the strangers were. They wanted to do bad things to them. So what was Lot going to do? Well, Lot decided to try to reason with the crowd. So Lot went out to them through the doorway and shut the door behind him. And he tried to talk to them. He tried to explain to the crowd that the strangers were his guests, that they were under his protection. And he pled with them, please, don't do this terrible thing. But the crowd was having none of it. They had decided that they were going to do bad things, and nothing was going to stop them. They yelled back at Lot and said, Stand back! This one came in to stay here, and he keeps acting as judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. And with that, the crowd rushed at Lot and pushed hard against him. At the same time, they rushed toward the door of Lot's house, ready to break it down. And that's when the angels decided that enough was enough. The Bible says that the angels reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. Once Lot disappeared into the house, the men started pushing on the door. And that's when the Bible says that the angels struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness. 
So all of a sudden, all the men who were pushing on the door couldn't see a thing. Now, if you were in the middle of doing something and suddenly became blind, you know, your eyes stopped working and everything went black, what would you do? How would you react to that? Well, if it were Papa, I I think I would be pretty upset. You know, like, I'm blind! I'd definitely stop whatever I was doing, and probably I'd go see a doctor right away. But not these guys. The Bible says that after the angels blinded them, that they became weary of trying to find the door. So, even though they had suddenly lost their eyesight, they were still looking for the door. They were so intent on doing bad things, they were so set on it, that even blindness didn't stop them. And that's how bad things were in Sodom. Now, back in the house, I'd imagine that Lot and his family were probably just staring at the two strangers. Slowly, it sunk in. These two strangers weren't strangers at all. They were angels. And I'm sure a flurry of questions went through their minds. In particular, they were probably wondering, what in the world were two angels doing in their city? Well, they were about to find out. The angels turned to Lot and said, Have you anyone else here? Son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whomever you have in the city. Take them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Lot's mouth probably hit the floor. The whole city was going to be destroyed? Everyone? And then Lot thought about his family. I mean, his wife and his two daughters were right there with him, hearing the same news. They had seen the angels for themselves, and they were probably already packing. But he also had at least two sons-in-law, and probably two other daughters, who lived somewhere else in Sodom. He had to get them out of the city. So he rushed out of the house to get them. And when he found them, he told them, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But the Bible says that to his sons-in-law, he seemed to be joking. And no matter what he said, no matter what angle he took, he just couldn't convince them to leave the city. They just couldn't take him seriously. And you know, kidzos, it's not entirely surprising that they reacted that way. I mean, just imagine if your grandfather randomly showed up to our front door one day and told us that God was going to destroy our town. What would you think? Maybe you'd think that your grandfather was trying to have a little fun at our expense. And it's true that Lot had seen the angels cause the men by the door to go blind. He'd seen the angels perform a miracle. And his sons-in-law hadn't seen that happen. But the real difference is that Lot had at least partially understood how bad Sodom had become. And his sons-in-law didn't see it at all. To his sons-in-law, 
and probably anybody else that Lot tried to warn. Life was just continuing like normal. Everything was fine. So why would the city be punished? Nothing was wrong. But in reality, everything was wrong. I mean, look at what the men of the city had just tried to do to the innocent strangers that had come to visit their city. Things were terribly wrong. So wrong that God had to do something about it. Night passed, and just as the sun was coming up in the morning, Lot returned to his home empty-handed. No one had come with him. When he came into the house, the angels were still there, and they seemed agitated, like they were in a rush. And they said to Lot, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. What, now? The city was going to be destroyed right now? Lot panicked, and the Bible says that Lot lingered. Lot wasn't ready. Even though Lot knew that the city deserved to be destroyed, he just wasn't ready to accept it right then. Lot had lived most of his life in Sodom. His house was in Sodom. His family and friends lived in Sodom. Everything he had and everyone he knew was in Sodom. How could things come to an end so fast? But while Lot lingered and delayed, the angels knew that the city's destruction was already on its way. The Bible says that the angels took Lot, his wife, and his two daughters by the hand and brought them outside the city. And as the angels turned back to the city to start their terrible work, an angel warned them and said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you nor stay anywhere in the plain. And with one last look at their home, Lot and his family began to run. They ran and ran. And a little while later, while they were still running, they began to hear behind them the sounds of something streaming out of the sky, and then huge explosions, and the sound of a huge fire, and the sounds of the city crumbling to the ground. The Bible says that the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from out of the heavens. Brimstone is a type of rock made of sulfur, and sulfur catches fire very easily and burns very hot. So God literally caused flaming rocks to fall out of the sky and destroy the city. As Lot and his family ran away, and as they heard all the commotion going on behind them, they must have wanted to turn around and to see what was happening to their home. All the memories of growing up in the city and all the friends that they had there. But the angel had told them not to look back. And so they kept on running. But after some time, Lot's wife, well, 
she just couldn't take it anymore. She had to see what was happening to the city. And so she stopped and turned around to look. And she became a pillar of salt. Her whole body instantly became a rock made of salt. Now, we don't know if Lot's wife became a pillar of salt because turning around slowed her down just enough that her body got caught in some kind of explosion. Or maybe God himself just turned her into a pillar of salt. But what we do know is that she had been told not to turn around. And after everything that God had done to save her life, she had disobeyed. And she lost her life because of it. Lot and his daughters continued on, just making it out of the plain with their lives. Soon they went up into the mountains and found a cave. And that's where they stayed for a while. Everything they had was destroyed. And now it was time to start over. Boy, oh boy. All right, kidzos. So, what can we learn from this story? Well, there's lots of things we could learn. Like, maybe it's a good idea to be careful where we live. Or perhaps there's something to learn about the importance of hospitality. But the main lesson I want you kidzos to think about is why Lot's wife turned around to look back at the city and why Lot was so reluctant to leave the city as soon as the angels asked him to. Why did Lot linger and delay? Well, kidzos, the truth is, Lot and his wife were too attached. They were too attached to their beautiful home, to their easy life and nice clothes and their money, delicious food, and all their stuff. And kidzos, we cannot get too attached to all of our stuff. It's just stuff. It's, it's just a house. It's just a bicycle. It's just some toys. It's just a pair of sparkly shoes. It's all just stuff. And God might call us one day to leave our stuff. And when God calls us to leave, it's time to leave. And just like Lot and his family, there will be no time for attachments to our stuff. All right, kidzos, that's it for this episode. So what'd you guys think about the story? Another crazy one, right? A whole city blew up. Well, in a few weeks, we're going to come back to talk about Isaac and find out all about how Isaac met his wife, Rebecca. But until then, to all the kids tuning in, I hope you have an awesome day. God be with you. And I hope we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.